What's going on, Not So Pro Nation? We are back. We got some big news once again. Julio Jones is on the move again. And I cannot express how meaningful this video is to us because I don't know if y'all recall, Reed and Vince, but last year, our, our, our episode, you. Julio is on the move, that was our big hit on Facebook. Honestly, that brought us back to life. We gained over 50 uh, followers on Facebook just because of that video, and it was such great news. I know we are a little late to the punch, but better late than never. Am I right? So we got Julio Jones. He is committing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is committing to his dad, Tom Brady. Tom Brady owes him one because, you know, clearly he took a he stole a Super Bowl away from him. And yes, I'm going to bring it up all day long in this podcast. Sorry, uh, sorry. Falcons fans, but it's just it is what it is. Everyone's going to mention it no matter what. But um, yeah, pretty significant news. Me, uh, I'm kind of in the neutral zone about it. I don't like it for certain reasons, which I will dive into later on. I know Reed, uh, he's pretty cool, but no, Reed's not okay about it. He's not a fan. Oh, excuse me, very. Uh, that's my dog. You know, I gotta yell at him to to be quiet a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, Julio Jones to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Great news for the Buccaneers. Great news for Julio Jones. He signs a one-year contract worth $6 million in base salary, and he could earn up to $8 million in incentives, you know, just depending on the touchdowns, catches, you know, how much time he plays, just because he has had an injury-riddled uh, career. Uh, just like I talked about last year, I know Reed was saying uh, that that's not him anymore because I was saying last year that he was injury-prone and I got I, a lot I, of backlash. I, I, I was completely wrong. I Right, but I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm right, even though I was. But <laughs> I'm not going to do that this episode, okay. even though I was. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so he is still riddled by injuries, and that's what his biggest downfall is. Uh, second, well, his second biggest downfall, because his first is his age. He's getting up there in age. That's why he's not, you know, as as uh, heavily sought after uh, this free agency, even though uh, he is a – I'm going to say a Hall of Fame wide receiver. He is probably one of the best wide receivers in our generation. He has lost a little bit of that zest. Um, but if he could just bring in just a little grace of that, just a, a little taste of it this upcoming season, it's 100% a win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A lot of people are thinking, is he going to be wide receiver one? H-E-W hockey sticks. No, he is not. That is Chris Evans. Um, sorry. Mike Evans, sorry about that. Yeah, Mike Evans, he is a wide receiver one, clearly. And I'm going to shock a lot of people here because Julio Jones, he's not going to be the wide receiver two. Not going to happen. That's going to be Chris Godwin. Uh, Chris Godwin just got cleared off the uh, populist. So, populist, pup list. Um, <laughs> I'm all over the place right now, guys. Worked a full day, got home, had a workout done, eating you're my good, protein shake. You know, I want a pizza. But that's not going to happen today. Uh, just like. You know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers not winning a Super Bowl this upcoming season. It's not going to happen. But he's going to be wide receiver three, and he's going to totally go to compliment Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, or if Godwin uh, stays injured, they have Russell Gage. And that's why I'm upset because I had high hopes for Russell Gage. I felt like he did amazing over there in Atlanta. I thought he was going to do great things with Tom Brady as his quarterback. But unfortunately, or not unfortunately because someone's getting paid, uh, Julio Jones is going to take that third uh, wide receiver spotlight from him. Yeah. Uh, and today, uh, today as, as we're talking about Wednesday, he talked with a local podcast over there in Tampa Bay. Um, and they were, they were talking about uh, what made 
and come to this decision, decision. Um, and he spoke about a lot of different things. Uh, he, he said there was a lot of different uh, things going into it. Uh, he noted the other two teams that uh, he was looking at was the Packers and the Colts. Uh, he was thinking both of those teams. Um, and he was at, he even said that he was uh, actively talking with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady um, as uh, talking about them, like joining about him joining the team. Um, and then he also said, and this is just him saying this, and we can't 100% take it as real, but he said uh, one of those two teams offered him more money than uh, Buccaneers did. Now, that might just be all cap. There was just uh, negotiations where he was saying, oh, these guys are offering me this much money, and it wasn't actually true. Um, just because, and then now he still has to keep up the narrative because um, they you can't just sign with a team and then, like say all how you all your lies about your contract negotiations, um, but apparently there's the team that offered him more. It may have been the Packers, uh, which I would be very, very, um, I would be very surprised if the Packers offered offered him more than six million uh, guaranteed. Um, but yeah, that's what he said today in a podcast. Well, that's crazy because. Uh... Remind me again what your GMs and how you say your GMs. Uh, just call him yeah. Goots for short. Mr. Goots. Yeah. I know that you just sent us a tweet earlier today saying that there was really no wide receivers left on the board that they wanted to go after. Or it might have been your head coach. I'm not 100%. It, it was, it was Goot. Goot. Okay. Yeah. But I think that's a little, uh, I don't know if he was like making himself seem like he's still uh, relevant because right now Julio Jones is not relevant at all within uh, the wide receiver realm of like who's good and who's going to make an impact. Uh, he hasn't made an impact since 2019 when he was on the Falcons. And I believe that was the year that they <laughs> lost the Super Bowl. Uh, but after that, I mean, again, as AJ said, he's been riddled with hamstring injuries, lower body injuries. Just He just can't stay healthy. Uh, but he hasn't made an impact on the NFL since at least 2015, like a big, big impact where he was uh, – considered one of the best top five, top three wide receivers in the league. Uh, so I, I agree with AJ. I don't think he's even going to be wide receiver four on the Buccaneers at the end of the season. Uh, he's probably going to get injured. He might even get cut, in my opinion. Uh, he's just not the same wide receiver as he was uh, just maybe like five years ago. But fun fact here, I did not even know this. His name isn't even Julio. It's Quintoris Lopez. But yeah. I mean, I, I never I knew know, that. I didn't know that. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that? I did I not know, know his name no. was Quintoris. They did like a, a football story one time, and they had him fishing one, with one of the ESPN reporters, and they told us his name, and I was like, what? That's nuts. <laughs> like, where do you get Julio Jones from? <laughs> no, but, I, guess um, you, I guess you breathe football, AJ. Oh, <laughs> you do it <laughs> going back to what you said reed i don't i don't uh about who was offering him more money it was the colts or the packers right mm-hmm. i don't believe it was, it was to be the packers i would believe it would to be the colts because sure. uh in, in my eyes i don't see julio jones wanting to stay in the afc because of how much competition there is it was very smart of julio jones to commit to a team in the nfc just because of how much how weakened it, ha- it has gotten um honestly i felt like he um made a, a a good choice i mean 
Packers would have been a great choice as well, but I felt like too much pressure would have been on him because he would have been seen as the wide receiver one or fighting for that wide receiver one position. I would still think Lazard would be wide receiver one, but mm -hmm. through other people's eyes, through the coach's eyes and his reputation, for sure, it, it might have yeah. uh, went that way. So I think yeah. he was he went with the the most set team offensively, not overall, but offensively he went with the Buccaneers to get him as close as he can to the Super Bowl because joining the Colts, which they desperately need a wide receiver one i'm guessing that's why they're offering him much more money um going to the Colts, you're dealing with all these other teams who are super bowl material and compared to the nfc you might you might have you know three to to four teams who are playoff or for sure playoff bound but maybe playoff material um so I felt like it was a good move for him and also a great move for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed into a one-year deal, uh, maximum eight, eight mil for a legendary wide receiver. Tom Brady, this might be his last year. Uh, he wants to go out with a bang. Let him pay back a favor to Julio Jones for something that he stole from him back in, what was it, 2019? Uh, when Lady Gaga was the halftime show for the Super Bowl, we'll never forget that. You know, I was uh, scared I, out of I, my. I, I don't think it was 2019. It was 20. It was like 2016, 17. 2017, right? I thought it was 17. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's when Lady Gaga jumped off the the roof, and I was scared for my life because I thought like everything was gonna break. But that's where that SpongeBob meme came back in. Which was like, oh, the the wizard coming down the, the, yeah. the deal. Yeah, but honestly, what does this mean for the Buccaneers? Uh, stay tuned because we are gonna release a Buccaneers schedule prediction video on Saturday. So uh, we will be doing that. Uh, we're probably gonna be recording that video immediately after this, but. A quick look in their offensive roster. Uh, of course, they got Tom Brady, the GOAT, whatever you want to call him. They got a baby GOAT, Blaine Gabbert. And a lot of people who are super excited, Kyle Trask, because he was should have been the start of this upcoming season. Unfortunately, uh, Tom Brady comes back, gives us more uh, more legendary plays, I guess you could say. But uh, Leonard Fournette coming back 300 pounds. Uh, coaches are not happy about that. Uh, Rashad White is back up. We'll see what they do there as far as uh, running back position. Let's see if uh, Fournette gets back into shape. But you got wide receiver one, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, questionable. We don't know if he's going to return week one. High hopes for him. And then you have Russell Gage, super high hopes for that guy. I thought he was going to uh, let this be the season that he shines in the NFL and prove to the league that he could be a solid wide receiver two or maybe scratch the surface of a wide receiver one. But it's not going to happen with Julio Jones coming in. And then, of course, they did sign Kyle Rudolph from the Minnesota Vikings. Super excited about that signing. But they also do have Cameron Brait, pretty solid tight end room. Uh, but nothing compared to having Rob Gronkowski on there. But, yeah, the, that's up. That's what's up. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But uh, I'm excited to dive into the schedule prediction. Yeah, I'm really yeah, excited man. about it. The only comment that I have is uh, that Leonard Fournette's pulling in Eddie Lacy when he was with the Packers. Jeez, oh, you had dude, to bring it up. You, you had to rude. bring it up. That's rude. That's rude. Hey, man, had to bring uh, Packer talk back. You know? No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> I, I want to address it. It's, it's, yes, it's very similar situations. Look what you did. But one, stop, stop dragging this man's name through the dirt like that, man. Everywhere on the internet, everyone's dogging him for what happened all that, those years ago. And I just want to say this. Prime Eddie Lacy is better than Leonard Fournette ever was or ever will be. Prime Eddie Lacy was a top ten back. He was amazing. All right. I was just bringing back the scenario, Reed. I'm not crashing no. on him. Eddie Lacy would have been on my fantasy if I played fantasy back then. 
Eddie Lacy was an amazing running back read. Okay. Yes. No stop about that. Leonard Fournette's a great running back too. Let's see if he gets into shape uh in, in his sake. Okay. But it, it's hard being a, a multimillionaire and staying in shape like the way they are doing because there's so many distractions during the offseason. Uh they're they're all well uh well better athletes than all of us here. So uh we have so little to say. I know a lot of people say a lot of stuff, but a lot of respect to these players out there. They put their bodies on the line and they condition their bodies uh all year long, what it looks like. But uh thank you all so much for being here. And don't forget, go check out um Reed's grand opening of his Packers show. It just aired on Wednesday. So check that out if you're a Packers fan. Even if you're not a Packers fan, get some information about them and check out Reed's video. It is awesome. I've seen it. It is incredible. I could watch that all day long. That will be releasing uh, on Wednesdays around 5 o'clock with Reed as a host. So check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. And until next time, you guys, keep on grinding.